0: Welcome back to the Datapreneur Podcast. Today we have with us Professor Shalab, a professor of data science and statistics at the Indian Institute of Technology in Kanpur, also known as IIT Kanpur. He completed his PhD in statistics and has numerous postdoctoral degrees in the same subject. He has also led many projects for the government of India uh, using artificial intelligence, analysis of data, and statistical models. So, uh, so let's start with the history of data science. How did it become a subject and how did it develop from statistics?
1: Okay, Utkash, if you try to see this uh, uh, statistics and data, they started uh, with the beginning of the human era. Means uh, you can imagine the time when uh, the human being started uh, coming to on this Mother Earth. right? They had nothing, there was one person, then the person multiplied. We had a group of people. And then out of that group, uh, somebody emerged as a leader of that group. Right. And that leader of that group was uh, was responsible for the welfare of the people in that group. And this group, you can uh, convert into a village, city, then district, and then state, then country, then world, etc. Whatever you want to, want to convert, you can translate it in the suitable language. But then what happened, one of the biggest responsibility for that group leader was to take care of the welfare of the people who are who have agreed to be under her or him correct so now he wanted he or she or they wanted to know how much food grain they want because they have to cultivate only during the uh, say period of 3 months for wheat 3 months of rice so now they have to decide that how much do they want to grow so that they can survive with the food for the next uh, seven months until they get a new crop so now how do they do it so they try to collect some data and they simply thought that if there are more number of people in the group then they need more grains and if there are less number of people then they uh, then they need a less amount of grains so how to decide what is the optimum number so they started collecting the uh, some observations by asking the people, "Okay, how many members are there in your family, and how much do you consume, et etc, et etc so this was only some data, some numerical value, but it had lots of information inside it right and then, okay. as a ruler, they were intelligent enough that without explaining any intricacies, how they are going to use use it, they use it. And they forecasted that okay for the next uh, one year we need to uh, cultivate this food grains on say 50 acres of the field. So just by counting the number of people's uh, persons in the family and uh, and the amount of grain what they expect they don't know even what they expect they are able to uh, to know that uh, how much they have to cultivate so that it is going to be sufficient for the entire group who is dependent on them and that was the only reason that they are called as leader right so this uh, means anybody who wants to be a leader statistics is the prime ingredient which he or she has to know so now they collected this data and they did some analysis okay now they were they were intelligent enough they could uh, do something some mathematical jugglery and because of which they could reach to a right number but the question comes okay i know it but how i can communicate to my other people so that other people also can uh, be trained so that they can help me out in the further administration you cannot imagine that a single prime minister can handle the entire country unless and until there are people who are or there are officers who are going to help them right so the similar thing happened with the statistics also the question was that actually there was no word statistics, they just knew some mathematical jugglery. So, but this mathematical jugglery was uh, proved to be very important because it was giving them the correct observation for the future. And future is such a thing where which is the weakest part of the human being, actually. This is the weakest part of any human being if you ask any student, okay, I can tell you that how many marks you are going to get after one year. uh, That means every student is going to be very happy. So, uh, using this mathematically jugglery, they developed this subject. The subject got evolved and then this was called as statistics. So, statistics uh, was based on the data and the main challenge was very simple. That Data is simply a number for, for a mathematician, but this data con- contains uh, lots of information. The only problem was that data is deep and dumb. Data cannot speak, data cannot uh, listen to us, data cannot understand our language. So it is just like a small child. When a, uh, when uh, Whenever there is a newly born child, the child, How do the parents know whether the child is hungry or child is happy? If the child is crying, they try to do different types of experiment with the child to understand what the child is trying to convey. There can be hundreds and thousands of reasons for a small newly born uh, child to cry. But if you ask a mom, the mom knows uh, what the child wants. Similarly, the statistician also has to develop that type of feeling so that whatever the data is trying to tell, he or she should be able to understand. So this, the development of the language of the data was very important so that any person can understand what the data is trying to explain, what the data is trying to convey, and this was the reason that this people thought that okay, this is a very important. Uh, um, means science and it has to be developed. The only thing what happened is that uh, this statistics uh, uh, became mathematical statistics. Why mathematical statistics? Because suppose in, in my class I declare that okay, any student who is wearing a white shirt he or she is going to get a grade A. Any student who is grade, uh, wearing a blue shirt, he or she is going to, uh, going to get a grade B. Will you agree? No student will agree to me.
0: Definitely. But if I say, uh, okay,
1: I will teach you something and I will give, give you some exams like a quizzes, one hour exam, two hours exam, three hours exam, and then project, et cetera, et cetera. And, then, uh, and in every exam, I will grade you out of some marks, eight out of 10 marks, 20 marks, 100 marks. And then at the end, I will try to add all the marks. And then whosoever is getting the highest marks, he or she is going to get the first rank. Then the lower the marks, whosoever is getting the second, uh, uh, means the marks at the second place, he or she is going to hold the second position and so on. How many people, how many students are going to agree with this proposal? Means everyone. Yeah. So my very simple question is: What is the difference between my first criteria and the second criteria? Whereas I am the same. So the simple answer to your for uh, this question is that in the first case there was no mathematics involved, and in the second case I involved some mathematics. So now it is uh, very convincing that as soon as mathematics comes into picture, people accept that decision easily. Right. At this moment, we are saying, okay, the third wave of COVID is coming, third wave of COVID is coming, but people want to know when it is expected, after one month, after two months, after three months. So as soon as you involve the ingredient of mathematics or you give your solutions a flavor of mathematics or your solutions are based on mathematics, the acceptability of the solution increases and Anybody in this world is going to believe on you, provided you have done the correct mathematics. So then this statistics was was intuitive. That became mathematical statistics. And uh, I personally believe that every human being has got a component of statistics irrespective of her or his qualification. Even if you ask an auto driver that how much time will it take going from one point to other point he can give you a good judgement or if i ask any student that okay how much time do you will you take from going from your home to your uh, college there will be some number say 20 minutes my question to all of them is this please let me know how you have arrived at this 20 minutes this answer came came in fraction of seconds but They did something in their mind, some calculations they did in the mind. And my open question to all the students who are listening to this is that please take a pause and try to think what exactly you did in in your mind by which you reached to this value 20. If you ask me, if you ask me this question, what I will do? Very quickly, I will try to go back inside my mind only. And I will try to see. Okay, in the last uh, one month, whenever I went to the uh, went to my college, usually I took some time—20 minutes, sometime 25 minutes, sometime 18 minutes, sometimes 17 minutes, sometime 23 minutes, and so on. And very quickly, I will try to find out their arithmetic. Means I can challenge that most of the people cannot find the sum of. 30 such values in a fraction of second without using any computer or calculator. But still my mind took the average of all those values and my mind had given us a reasonably accurate value. Yes, if you try to use that calculator, this may come out to be 20.5 minutes or 21 minutes or 19 minutes, but that is very close to 20. So my question is how it happened. So the only thing is this, God has given us the capability to analyze the data, but we don't know because this capability is immediate in our minds. So my thing is this, whatever is immediate in my mind, if I want to convey it to the to my students, I have to write on the blackboard and, and I have to document it so that other people can, can understand that what is really happening. It is not like that somebody goes to a to a palmist or sh- show the hands and by by looking at the uh, lines on my palm, one can forecast that, okay, uh, today I'm going to talk in this show. I will ask that how? And if you ask any of this astrologer that how you have reached, they cannot explain you how. So that is the difference between statistics and astrology. Statistics also does the forecasting prediction. Astrology also does the prediction. But in most of the cases, we have documents that how these predictions have been made in a mathematical way. I'm not saying at all that astrology may have those uh, documentation, but then I am completely unaware of that science. So now the question came here that people dependent on mathematics to give the forecasting, to get the forecasting so that they can believe on the numbers. So, and this is how this statistics was converted into mathematical statistics and and as a teacher as a student we always used to learn and teach uh, the statistics from the mathematics point of view but now as the things improved uh, means a long time back I will say when when I was a student, then whenever I will ask my teacher, okay, how to get the data, he said he will, will, uh, or they will simply tell me, okay, you can assume that the data is available and then try to learn this too, because getting the data was not an easy job. If you are sitting in, suppose, daily, and then you have to collect the data and say, Trivendrum. You have to travel to that place, you have to understand their culture, language, etc. And then you have to spend a couple of days over there, then only you can get the data. So, so, so the collection of data was not so simple. But now, with the advent of computer and, and new technologies, things really improved. And on the other side, on the other side, In statistics, also, we started feeling some difficulty. That whenever we think of a complicated situation, that that complicated situation is going to be transformed into a mathematical framework through some mathematics. Many times you have seen as a student that that, uh, you know how to solve an integral. But many times the integrals are so complicated that you cannot simply solve them. So the same thing started happening in the mathematical statistics that uh, we had some complicated algebra and uh, we were unable to solve it. But as a human being, nobody can stop us. If I cannot solve the problem, I will try to obtain the best possible solution. And so we started depending on the computers. Computers helped us in uh, solving many complicated mathematical equations and other things. So we don't know the explicit explicit uh, solution of the um, in some mathematical mathematical term but given a set of data i can solve those equations and can get the value or some numerical values for that solution so now this uh, mathematical statistics and this computer starts started uh, helping each other so whatever ideas were in my mind even if i cannot translate it into mathematical terms i started doing my programming and I will supply this program to my computer, and computer will solve it. And then somehow, this mathematical statistics along with computation, computation started evolving. And that helped us a lot. I may not be knowing that what is the, uh, for example, if I say 1 plus 2 plus 3 up to n, that is n into n plus 1 by 2. But if I say, okay 1. This power of six plus two to the power of six plus three to the power of six up to n is the power of six. What is this sum? I don't know the formula at this moment, but in a software, in a program, I can always write and, and it will give me the value. So that type of help started coming to us from the computer science. And people started um, developing some software and other things so that these calculations can be made at a faster rate. So based on that, this mathematical statistics and computational statistics, they started traveling together. But at that time also, means if I am talking in say this 90s, well, 90s looks very old to you guys. But for me, 90s was the time when I was pretty young and I did my BSc, MSc, PhD and I started my job so for me 19 is not a, 90s is not far away so and i'm the one who have seen the growth of these computers in this country right um, means at this moment no student of the country can imagine that there used to be a computer without a hard disk the operating system used to be on a floppy drive of 512 kb kilobytes Right, you cannot imagine these things and then yeah, but uh, we have gone through with the, that era. So I know, so gradually this computation come, uh, this computer started developing well. and uh, from this uh, PC286 to PC XT, PC80, Pentium1, Pentium2, Pentium3, Pentium4, etc, etc, this computer started developing and suddenly this the growth in that computer became very good, very fast and then we have and then we had another option that we can do our calculations very fast and some software some languages also evolved which were helping us in uh, developing those tools very easily and somehow this concept of computational computational statistics came into existence
0: This was part one of the episode with Professor Shalab. Stay tuned for more questions and answers, and I will see you in the next episode.